ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
Amen. Oh, let's give another clap offering to Jesus one more time. You can add a shout of praise. Amen. you 
wait another minute A heart is warmer when you're in it Oh, brethren, that's the fact Saying I love is always better Seasons, reasons, they don't matter So don't hold back say thanks for the things you've done for me things so undeserved 
yet you did to prove your love for me. Voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am and ever hope to be, I give it all to you.
Lord. Another hand clap for all the wonderful singers who have blessed us with good music. Is church beautiful? Do you love church? Beautiful. I think that we have already wished ourselves Merry Christmas. But I think I want us to go around and wish three or four or five people well. Just say, I wish you well. Well. I wish you well. I wish you well. I wish you well. be seated clap your hands for Jesus today it's not really a church service it's more of a family meeting just to wish ourselves Merry Christmas and then we will go home beautiful so I want to share a little message to take us home because I'm sure the goat light soups and the jollof rices are all ready. Amen. Um, try to be here on Thursday and Friday. I've just seen Satan fall like lightning. 
it's not it's not fair and it's not right to enter the new year with certain devils they must be chained they must be put on hold you can enter with about two or three but not 200 (laughs) not 200 so let's come and work two nights thursday and friday and it's, it's we are coming to work yes if you don't work you won't eat as if you don't work you won't do what you eat so come and let's work amen so i'm reading a, a scripture from luke chapter 2 and i'm reading from verse 10 and um, just follow me i'm sharing something short with you and then we go so, and the angel said unto them fear not for behold i bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior are you with me which is christ the lord now and this shall be a sign unto you you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger this is the sign you'll find a baby and the baby was not born had not been born but an angel was speaking to the shepherds he said you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and also very importantly notice that you will see that the baby is lying not in a hospital not in a hotel room but it's lying in a manger these are the clear words of the angel and suddenly with the angels appeared a heavenly host And they were praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace. May there be peace in your house. May the prophecy of this heavenly host come to pass in your life. May there be peace in your office. I said, I've already prophesied And you will share that testimony soon. I've already prophesied that anyone who is trying to disturb you, I have prayed for them. I have prayed for them. Anybody trying to disturb you has earned my prayer. You you heard my prayer. And it's in the Bible. You see, it's not right to disturb God's people. God's children, the world is not filled with God's children. The world is filled with God's creation. Yes. There is a way to be a child of God. As many, verse 12, as received him. To them, not to all, to them gave he power To become what? The sons of God. Even to them that believed on his name. 
So the fact that God has created you does not mean you are his child. So not everybody in the world is a child of God. Jesus, you are making me preach a message I didn't intend to preach. This is Christmas. Jesus looked in the faces of some people and he told them, this is Jesus. He said, you are of your father, the devil. So not everybody's father is God. Everybody's creator is God. You are of your father, the devil. As many as received him, to them gave he power. So not everybody is a child of God. Everybody is a creation of God. Everyone. Goats. Devils. He made them all. Lucifer. He made them all. But the children of God are a unique entity. Now, anyone who tries to disturb that entity is caught in problems. And I've prayed for them. I'm sorry. I don't know who the person is. But I've prayed for them. I've prayed for them. I've not prayed for you. I've prayed for them. I don't have any prayer for you. I've prayed for them. I don't need to pray for you. Power, power is not only for. One of the uses of power is against he gave them power against. So today I don't have any desire to pray for you. I've, I've, I have rather used the time to pray for your enemies. That God should make them busy. Sometimes it's because they don't have much to do. So I've already prayed for them that Father, give them something to bury, to bury, to bury. And they'll be hearing of funerals very soon. When you hear it, you know that that man said it. Don't joke with my words. So according to scripture, I have also declared peace. Because the, the, the heavenly hosts, when they came, they said, Glory to God in the highest. I mean, His glory must be there. But they thought of us. Because it's not only God who matters. See, they are names. It's a heavenly host. So they came from heaven. And when they arrived, even the temperature on earth wasn't easy for them. So they said, glory to God in the highest. But on earth, on earth, because they could sense diabolical activities. They could sense treachery. So they said, on earth, peace. So receive peace in your house.
on earth. Peace and goodwill to all men. So it came to pass that as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, so I told you the angels were an heavenly host. So they came down, came to declare some words, then they ascended again. May they descend and ascend in your life. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even to Bethlehem and see, watch it, I'm not preaching. Let's go to Bethlehem and do what? And see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord had made known unto us. Let's go there and see the practical manifestation of these words which the angels came to declare. So, they came with haste. And found Mary. And Joseph. Now, this Joseph is a human being. He's not a cat. <laughs> they found Mary and Joseph. And the babe, do you remember the angel said one of the signs was that the baby will be lying in the manger? Yeah, so when they went, look at it, they found the babe lying in a manger. So the words of the angels came to pass. Now, and when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Verse 19. But Mary kept these things and pondered them in her heart. Verse 20. Final verse. And the shepherds returned. You remember they went to Bethlehem. They saw the baby lying in a manger. Do you remember? So they returned. And how did they return? Glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Today, being Christmas, one of the big lessons is what I'm sharing with you. And that is life on earth. Remember Mary was a human being. Joseph was a human being. Herod, all of them were human beings. The lesson we are taking home is that life on earth is incomplete without a divine word from heaven in your life. That anyone who doesn't hear a word 
from heaven is living an incomplete life. Your life cannot be made up only of medical knowledge, Dr. So. Neither can your life be made up of accounting principles, Pastor Solo. You can't. Earthly life is made complete when a voice from above also speaks into your life. That is why we go to church. It's not because we don't have even a, like a church like this isn't really a church people should attend because there's no air conditioner here. There are churches which have air conditioning. Certain, it's a very hot atmosphere. I mean, ideally a proper church, it should be cool. So I'm waiting for those who are going to buy the air conditioners. We need eight on one side. Eight on one side and two at the back. Yes. As soon as you buy them, I'll fix them. <laughs> yes, it's very easy to fix. Yeah. So you ask yourself, why would anybody in his right mind come and sit in this heat? What's wrong with you? Why? What's wrong with you? But we come because... We need a word from the Lord. And the crowd is the one who sang that song. We need to hear from you. He said, if we don't hear from you, what will we do? So go and sing that song for me. Quickly. F. The key of it. Raise it a bit. We need to hear from you. Come on. Again, again, again. That's the line. We need to hear from you. You can't live your life only with law degree, engineering degree. I'm talking about sing it again, love. We need to hear from we need a word from you. If we don't hear from you, what will we do? Beautiful. Wanting you more each day. Show us your perfect way. There is no other way that we can live. Again, take it again. We need to hear from you. We need to hear from you. We need our from you if we don't hear from I'm surprised that you are moving on without a word from the Lord 
what will we do? And what are you going to do? I'm surprised you are functioning. You more want any more each day? Show us your perfect way. For the last time, come on. We need to hear from you. We need to hear from you. Yes. normal business everyday life go come work drive bump go home eat sleep go to work but one day an angel appeared because a man needs a way something from heaven must be downloaded into your life without it you are dry there is a word you need that's why John the Baptist said, a man can receive nothing 
except it is given to him from above. The things you really need in life, they don't come from University of Ghana or Wisconsin or UPSA or Harvard. There's nothing wrong with going to Harvard. But you need a word. And also, I will tell you something as we close. When you come to church like this and you hear declarations, words being spoken over your life, you can be under the illusion and delusion that it's common. But, but, but if you read First Samuel 3, I think verse 1, you will notice, I think so, that the Bible talks about a time when the word of God was precious. And there was no open vision. As you are hearing words coming to you, there are people who don't hear any word. There are people who don't hear any that said the Lord, any Bible opened. They are struggling with their account's knowledge and they are floundering by the by, 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 by day. It's not automatic when you come to church. You see, the, the message I'm preaching today is titled Blockers of Your Prophetic Word. Blockers. Things I'm, I'm giving you three things that can block your prophetic word. And you must note them and fight them. Why? Because you need a prophetic word. You need it. Without a prophetic word, your life is dry. Whether you are a doctor, you are an engineer, you are a surveyor, you are a mason, you are a driver, you need a prophetic word. And you must be aware of the things that block. Look, in the affairs of men, once a while, you need somebody who speaks into your life. Second Kings 6. There was a famine. They were selling the feces of doves. I have them in my house. They come and they poo poo on my window. Can you imagine? There was such a hunger that in my house it will be my agenda every morning to collect the feces dung for steel yeah this one is not a tribune this one is feet doves not a can and you know something it got even worse that is not everybody was even getting doves dung if, if, if you had doves dung to eat, if you had the chance to eat doves dung, it means you were either in the palace like, or an MP. MPs were the ones eating doves dung. Christmas. On a normal day, 
they were boiling their children. Read it in the Bible. Especially the fresh babies, their skin is like pork. The new ones, two weeks, one week, as they have, have they taken breast milk and the skin is very smooth and very, you know, the, 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 the subcutaneous fat has increased. It's like pork. Am I the only one with the Bible? Don't you read it in the Bible? It's not in the Bible. They were boiling their children. So even two women decided that because I think their children were bigger and one, I mean, there was no deep freezer. So they agreed that instead of everybody being in, his, in a house and eating her child, they came together that we will eat my son first. Then when we finish, we will eat your son because there's no deep freezer. So there should be more people to finish one child. So they, they ate her son. The second day, when they were about to eat the other woman's son, she said that the son has traveled. <laughs> no, so it became an issue which went to the king. Second king six. Serious matter. Then one day, in the midst of the famine, in the midst of the, of the, of the desolation, a prophet arose. Jesus, help me. I said, a prophet arose. I'm talking about blockers. This is the Christmas message. Blockers of your prophetic word. A prophet arose. He said, tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time. An olonka of rice shall be sold for five Ghana. Shabakata satabaya. Once a while in your life, you will need somebody who arrives with a word from the Lord. Tomorrow by this time, a year by this time, you'll be pregnant. Six months by this time, you'll have a job. I'm saying that as we live our normal lives, we go up and down, we go home, we go to school, we go to work, we go to the hospital. Once a while, you need a word from the Lord. I'm preaching. And always, mommy, always that word from the Lord is ridiculous and bizarre. So when Elisha stood up and said, tomorrow by this time, food will be sold very cheap. There was a man on whom the king leaned, on whose arm, you know, the king always leaned on someone like this. There was a man. He was the one the king leaned on. He said, what nonsense. These men of God, they get up, they come and talk by heart. They just get up and just speak nonsense. And the Elijah said, Am I the one you are addressing? Am I the one you are talking to? All right. Since you've identified yourself, I want to inform you that it will happen. But you will not be a part of it. By a strange development, in the middle of the Fulfilled prophecy. That man, he died a strange death. 24 hours. 
That's why I say that anybody worrying you. This is when you hear of funerals in your family, you must understand, you must know why certain people are buried here. You cannot disturb a child of God. Lamentations 3 to subvert a man in his course, the Lord permitted it not. A man who is minding his own business, going to marry his wife, going to work, trying to build his house, trying to build his church, taking care of his children, and to subvert that man, the Lord does not allow it. I'm saying that as we go home, the main, you see, there is no Christmas without that prophetic word. And an an angel came to the shepherds. That angel appeared in a dream to Joseph, appeared to Mary. But now, God does not only use heavenly beings as angels. Sometimes he can use a human being. Some men in the kingdom are angels. He said, I will send an angel to you. And he said, provoke him not, for my word is in him. Provoke him not, for my word is in him. Once a while, a man, God sends somebody who is an angel. Anytime I see Bishop Dagwood, I see him as an angel. He, he, he even looks like Jesus. Branch pastors are angels. The pastor of the Ashley Church who stands in front of that elderly woman is an angel. Because my word is in him. Provoke him not. My dear friends, Christmas, as we wear our hat and drink Fanta, it would never have happened if there was no angel speaking something very bizarre. Once a while, you need to hear something bizarre. Once a while, you need to hear something that makes your ear tingle. Don't let your life only be filled with accountancy knowledge or business knowledge, agoblosi or where? What are those people? So below knowledge. No. You need a word each day. So, let's end with this. The angel spoke to the shepherds and gave them a sign. As soon as the heavenly host departed, the shepherd said, let's go. And see if this thing is true. And the Bible says when they went. Exactly what was prophesied. Had happened. That's why I'm saying that. The next time somebody comes to your house. The person will leave your house. Glorifying God. That they have come to see something. That is a manifestation of a prophetic word. The next time somebody enters your office, I am prophesying to someone here that something in your office, something in your job, something in your life, something in your marriage, 
something in your family well let someone who sees it glorify god because there is a time jesus i'm preaching now there is a time in everybody's life where there must be a manifestation of a prophetic word when they saw it they returned praising god Hallelujah. and it will happen to you you will see it in your business you will see it in your house amen you will build a house when someone sees it the person will say i saw this house in a dream the type of wedding you will have god will reveal it to your enemies first amen and when they see pictures on the internet they will start collapsing amen I said they will start collapsing. Amen. Receive a prophetic word. Receive it. Please sit down. Let's end the service. You, 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 you cannot just be walking about with dietetics. Every day lose weight. Your husband cannot drink two bottles of Coke a day. When he wants to eat something more than you have said him, he has to go to the toilet and lock the door and eat it. Because a dietitian is monitoring him. Is it right? Should a grown-up be eating the toilet? He goes to the fridge, his own house. He takes, he takes a bottle of Fanta and goes into his car to drink and wipe his mouth and come out. Because a dietitian, a witch dietitian is in the house. You will drink Fanta freely. You will eat pork chops freely. You will eat rice freely. Solo, enjoy your life. Receive it now. Receive it again. Take it free. Clap your hands for Jesus. Abba. Wash it down. Wash it down. Wash it down. Sit down. Let me finish preaching. I've just told you. You will fulfill prophecy. You will fulfill prophecy. So, so when you go to church and a pastor is speaking into your life, don't think it happens everywhere. Because there are some places where a word is rare. To hear a word, a, di- a prophetic direction, a certain, a certain type of guidance, it's not everybody who hears it. But in the case of little boy Jesus, the prophecy came to pass. When the shepherds went, Look at it. Exactly what the angel said. The baby was lying in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. And they glorified God. Something about you will let people glorify God. That is the word you are living here with. Anybody here, I don't know who is here like that who is about to write an exam 
the result of that exam will let people sing a song to God. So, may you meet a word. May you be at the place where a prophetic word is being spoken. Because a word can even change how you appear. I mean, your face, your body shape, your height. A word from a prophet can actually change your appearance. Yes. John is the one who taught. I said, and the word became flesh. So, when you find someone with a lot of pimples on his face or her face, someone who looks drab and gloomy and doomed, you are seeing a person who lacks a certain word. Because the more of a certain word you receive, your face lights up with the glory of God. Receive light. The word. I should have charged gate fee for this service. The word became flesh. In other words, I can speak a word to you. You will get pregnant. Yes. Yes. I can speak a word to you. A kidney which is spoiling will be replaced. The word became flesh and dwelt among Jesus. May a word from my mouth give somebody a husband. Amen. May a word from my mouth give somebody a wife. Amen. May that flesh dwell among your life. Amen. Shadisa. The word became flesh. Somebody here needs a shop assistant. I prophesy that within six weeks, a human being will appear who will be your shop assistant. Amen. I don't know who I'm addressing, but note that today is 25th. At six weeks, the person will be there. When there's a human being you don't have in your life, a wife, a husband, a child, a helper, a secretary. Look for a word. Because that word can become flesh and dwell among men. So there are people around who are not products of social arrangements. product of a word. A word. I'm saying, mommy, I'm telling you, a word from me can give you a house help. A word from my mouth can give you a husband. One, one of these days, in the morning, when you turn, when you turn yourself in your bed, your, your, your leg will touch a human being. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Receive it now. I receive it. 
there's a woman here whose house you are married and your house is very neat it's wrong two years from now there will be writings on your wall name of Jesus I said two years from now your sofa will be cut in pieces amen Professor, it cannot be that you will, you will marry and your house is neat. That must be chaos in your house. Yes. You receive some chaos. I receive it. The word became flesh. I'm saying that you can't live. And all the words in your life are medical words, lawyer words, engineer words. Once a while, that is why sometimes, sometimes people will just be living, moving up and down. They say, "Look, let's go and see a prophet. Let's go." Saul's servant said, "Let's go. We've been looking for these answers for a long time. Let's go to a man of God and let him say something because the words that come." Jesus Christ, help me. Jesus. I want to preach, but I can't preach. preach. The words, the words, the words from the mouth of the prophet can change your life. And as soon as they went and they saw Samuel, he said, The asses are found, but sleep. In the morning, I'll give you a word. The next morning, he held a bottle of oil and poured it on the head of Saul and said, Is it not because the Lord? Until you came here, Jesus. your destiny had not been declared. Jesus. But I'm declaring to you that you are a captain of Israel. Yes. Receive your prophetic word. I receive it. You need it. And when you are going to see a prophet, go with money and see it. Go and shop in the market. Buy fish, buy pork, buy okra, onions, and send it. Because you don't go and see a prophet empty-handed. It is stupidity. When the prophet sees it, it stays the same way when a man sees a woman's hips, she buttocks, she body. It stays up something. Yes. How can you come and see Reverend Aso and you are not bringing some fried rice and some hey. and some killer willy? Hey. Sit down. Let's end the service. Mazuni manasatabadiza shemita sapata. Riminima I declare that from now on you will not be without a prophetic word. Anytime you hear that there's a prayer meeting, yes. Anytime you hear heaven will answer, yes. Go and sit there, yes. A word, a word from the pastor, a word from the pastor, yes, will become flesh. Yeah. Only a fool will say, 
I've worked Monday to Friday. I'm very tired. Saturday morning. Let me rest. No. No, you don't rest. You don't rest. You need refueling. You need a word. You need a pastor who will stand here and with a microphone declare a word into your life. And that word will surely, surely come to pass. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. The shepherds went the exact prophetic words had come had come to pass so, so you also you need a life where when we come to you the prophetic no, 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 no. I also need to say that the fact that God has said something does not mean it will come to pass it's also something we must agree oh, it's very important in fact, I can't go on. I should have told you this first. The fact that God has said something does not mean it will come to pass. There are many things God has said which never came to pass. There are many prophetic words I have spoken which never came to pass. That is why when Paul was writing to the church in Rome, Romans 3 and verse 4. It was clear. He said, as it is written, let God be true. Let God be true. And every man a liar. That is, whether God is true or not depends on you. You are the one who must let God be true. I can tell you that you have topped your class in the exam. But you go and fool around and become last. So, but when I speak, you see, let me give you this. One of the blockers of the prophetic word is laziness. Pure, plain, phlegmatic, Stupidity, laziness. When a prophetic word comes your way, you have work to do. Let God be true. You know, you may never know that you have the potential to be first in your class. But the prophetic word comes as fire and as fuel. And, and emboldens you to give it your best shot and it happens practically. That's why when he was writing to his son, Paul told Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18, he said, this I write to you, my son Timothy, concerning the prophecies that went on ahead before you. That thou mightest by them, by the prophecies, wage a good war. When a prophetic word comes to you, you fight. Mary and Joseph fought. They fought. 
pregnant woman running away on an, on an ass to Egypt. It's not a small thing. But they needed to fight and move to Egypt so that it will be said that out of Egypt I have called my son. When I say you will marry next year, that is when, as a woman, you must start polishing yourself. Not your face, but polish your manners. And bath in the morning before you come to church. No, I'm saying that when I say I see you are marrying next week, next, next year. It, you shouldn't sit back. That is when you must see the Nasewa to teach you one or two things about marriage. How to, if you went to have sex so that you can give birth on 25th. See, all these things are physical efforts you make to fulfill a spiritual. Pharaoh had a vision, which was a prophetic word. He saw seven lean cows, fat cows, big. And later he saw seven lean, very emaciated. They came and ate up the, the fat cows. He woke up, he was confused. He said, ah, what is this zoology? What, what, what is this? They went to town and then somebody said, there is a boy. The spirit of God is in him. When they called Joseph, Joseph stood there and he told the king the dream and interpreted the dream that in seven years this will happen. After the next seven years, this will happen. So king, king, God is giving somebody here a gift. God is giving somebody here a gift. God is giving somebody here a gift. May that gift do for you what university couldn't do for you. May that gift do for you what your nice face couldn't do for you. Joseph stood there and interpreted the dream and told the king exactly what was going to happen. So, he, so, so before he left... He told the king, so king, because of this thing, look for a faithful man. Somebody you trust. Because this needs a certain level of administration. That is, that is higher than the average way of managing things. So, so look for a, a, somebody very, very you know, noble, trustworthy, not a thief, faithful, hardworking. And put the person in charge. Of this matter. And the king looked at his face. And said you are a foolish boy. You are expecting me. To go to town. And look for. A young man or an elderly man. To do this work. When you are the one. The spirit of the gods have spoken to. You are the one with the gift. Of interpretation. Interpretation. If God can give you this interpretation, 
He's also given you that ability to manage affairs. So from today, you are the prime minister as a Togolese. I make you the prime minister of United States of America. Somebody's destiny is changing. Somebody's destiny is taking yes. Receive a new Receive it. Six people in this room. You will sit on the chair you don't deserve to sit. Amen. By reason of a gift, I receive. By reason of a gift, I receive. By reason of a gift, I receive. Receive it now. I receive it. Suddenly, Joseph was sitting in a place and saying to someone here today. That the gift of God that you are receiving now, Jeez. it will speak for you. Yes. It will provide for you. Yes. It will defend you. Yes. It will lift you. Yes. It will prosper you. Yes. It will cover your destiny. Yes. Receive it now. I receive it. Something supernatural. Sit down. All I'm saying is that when a prophetic word comes in your direction it's a sign to work leave it there's power in this room some of you after this christmas service you start having visions yeah not in the night not in the night broad daylight visions yeah like those ones i have you are in your car two seconds something up of the order of 100 gigabytes is downloaded in two seconds receive it now you cannot walk about with dry eyes. All you know is banking and accounting. No. Receive something more. I receive it. Which changes your life. Yes. Which gives you leverage. Yes. Even in town. Even in town. Even in town. Not in church. The church is full of shepherds. We don't need more shepherds. Take the gift to town. Many of you, through laziness, have made God a liar. You wage a war. When the prophecy comes, Jesus. That you will die married. And you get married and after two years... You can see that your marriage is moving in the direction of your big sister's marriage, your cousin's marriage, your mother's third marriage. You can smell that something you don't want is about to happen. You rise up and you look yes. for your pastor and your prophet yes. and you say, speak into my life. Speak. I want to fight. When a prophetic word comes your way, it's an announcement. Not to relax. Don't say because God has said it, it is settled. You'll be surprised. Many of us here, we, are, we underestimate Satan's ability to your own peril. He is sharp. He is smart. He is intelligent. He is gifted. He is powerful. You sit there. When he's finished with you and there's nothing in your house, you realize that there's a power somewhere. But right now, I raise a wall of fire around everybody here. Around your job. 
around your job. Yes. I can hear job. Yes. Around your job. Yes. Around your job. Yes. Around your job. Yes. Around your job. Yes. Can you clap your hands and pray right now? Pray right now. I see a conspiracy. A conspiracy trying to disturb your work. Pray about it. One minute. One minute. We are having a prophetic Christmas service. Your job will not be sandwiches for somebody. Your job will not be kebab. My God, my God, my God. My God, I release fire. I release fire to protect your job. Number two. Let's end. I'm giving you three things. The second blocker, the first thing that blocks your prophetic word from manifesting is laziness. That's why I, I'm sweating. That's why on Sunday I have four services. Because there's a prophetic word. I remember that word about the greatness of my ministry. I don't joke with it. Yes. I sweat to fulfill it. You sit down in your air conditioning office and be rolling your pen. <laughs> Number two, the second blocker of your prophetic word is unbelief. When a word comes to you, you take it, you put it in your mouth, and you swallow it. That's what happened on Christmas Day. The night, sorry, before Christmas. Or, sorry, months before Christmas. When the angel Gabriel went to Mary, he said, let it be done to me according to this word you are speaking. That I will not, I, I will not rest until this word you have said has come to pass in my life. It's, 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 it's sad that when the charismatic movement began, we sat in our churches and we're calling Methodists and Catholics unbelievers. Today, there are more unbelievers in the charismatic church than even the Catholic church. Churches are full of unbelievers. I can swear that Abba, and I shouldn't swear, half of us in this room don't speak in tongues. I'm talking about Ikaya Baba in Derebe Abakaya Imamaya Itereba Manta Ikaba the Breke Santele Babaya. You'll be looking at my face like a cow. But right now, there is something I'm giving you. It's called the gift of faith. It's a spirit. Yes. It's a spirit. Yes. And it's coming to you. Your ability to believe a word. Yes. Your ability. You will not be like the man on whose hand the king leaned. But you will be like Mary on Christmas Day. As someone who is a believer of a prophetic word. Whenever a word. Whether in a church service. In a one-on-one -on -one conversation. In the word of God. In the Bible. May your heart be fertile. May your heart be a believing heart. May your heart be a heart 
that loves the prophetic word of God receive the spirit of faith Spirit that believes. I don't know. You may think I don't know what I'm talking about when I tell you this. But I'll say it. Please go home and be a believer. Believe in God. Believe that God can heal. Believe that God can change situations. Believe that your life will not be like this forever. Believe that you will marry properly one day. Believe that you will build a house. We need people who believe. I believe that I will pastor 5,000 members one of these days. I believe it. And it makes me work the word. My dear friend, believe something. Believe something. Even the demons, they believe. Believe something. Believe something. Believe that you will drive a car. Believe that you will be preaching one day in a church. Believe that you will start your business. Believe that you will be in church when your hair is white. Believe that you will sign a one million dollar check to the church. Believe that you will dash the church five cars. Believe something. Believe that you have ten sons in the, in the house of God. Believe that ten people will point to you as the one who led them to Jesus. Believe Believe something. I believe. And we mill around and precious prophetic words are dissipating. Are going unfulfilled. Because the only difference between you and the guy who is an unbeliever in town is that you go to church. You don't believe. You don't believe. So there's a lot of unfulfilled prophecy. Mary's statement. That's why Mary is a very special person. Yeah. And the Catholic Church, they've given her her place. And it's a rightful place. Yeah. She's the mother of good counsel. So whatever he says to you, do it. When the angel says, let it be done. How many Christians today will say such things? Let it be done. What that pastor said, Lord... It's only a few days ago I met somebody who says that he or she writes down the prophecies I give in church. Somebody, she writes, he or she writes it down. Many of you, as I'm speaking, you are yawning, you are chatting. Casual, casual, casual. And it's that casualness that gives the devil the upper hand. Because the devil, what he wants is a cash. Sit down, let me preach. What your enemy desires of you is casualness. When he sees that you are casual, your enemy is emboldened and empowered. That is how Delilah won the war with Samson. She could see casualness. She could see that Samson was in no hurry to defend his ministry. That Samson was in no hurry to take charge of his life. That a man, you know that as you are sitting here with the woman, her friends are outside. She has even called them once. They came. They came to fight you. But by the grace of God, you won. And they went away. Still, the second 
time his head was on her lap. That's wow. You come to church casually. There is a way to go to church. Oh yes. You enter his gates with thanksgiving. Into his courts with praises. And as you sit, you sit with expectation that a word will drop into your life. That a word will come which changes your life. But we are casual. Casual. And the church worshiping and people have hands on your pocket chewing gum. Like cows. Casual. And many prophecies, many things God spoke about your life are not coming to pass because you are casual. When you wake up, tells us how casual you are. I said, when you wake up in the morning and whether you even pray, Shows your casualness. And on Christmas Day, I'm telling you, don't be casual. Believe. Mary, the mother of Jesus, believe. He said, let it be done. Let it be done. And lastly, number three, the third blocker. What's the first blocker of your prophetic word? Laziness. What's the second blocker of your prophetic word? Unbelief. Are we going to have more believers in the church? Believers who take God's word serious? Wow! So one word did not fall unfulfilled. The people of old? Elijah stood up. He said, The Lord before whom I stand, he spoke to me. You sit in church, especially a church like this. You hear messages that people are queuing. You should go to my podcast. Well, you, do, you won't have access to that information. You see people in Pakistan, Afghanistan, India, uh, uh, Kuwait, Dubai, queuing. Because the word is rare. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. The last blocker. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Sin. Sin. He told us Katasota. If my people who are called by my name. Seven fourteen. Second Chronicles. I know this verse because it was written on my wall. I asked one of my seniors, Raymond. He said, Doctor, he wrote it for me in Lego. It was in my room. If my people, that's why I know it like a rhyme. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins. And I will heal their life. That's the part. See, see what, your, 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 your land's healing 
can be due to a sin. Because God does not intend for you to have a land that is sick. And his word that comes can be blocked by sin. That's how Samson's life ended. Samson was not supposed Saul, all of them. That's what David's lamentation. When Saul died and David was crying in his palace, he said, what he said was that, how come, how did you die, O Saul, as though you were not anointed? So the way Saul's life ended was not how it should have ended. He was a healthy man. But the night before he died, he was with a witch. The Bible describes her as a witch of Endor. Those things, they block your destiny. Samson, a man of God is not supposed to die with his enemies. You rather must supervise the deaths and the vengeance of the Lord on your enemies. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me. And among many things, that the, the, the day to pronounce, to proclaim the day of vengeance. Vengeance. So, so you are supposed to superintend and supervise the destruction of your enemy. A real servant of God is not supposed to die with his enemies. But Samson's sinful life blocked a prophetic word. It was said of him that he shall be great. I want you to, anybody sitting here who is managing some sins in your life. You come to church, there is something in the corner somewhere, you know, some two by four pornography, masturbation. You've got a girl that been squeezing here and there. There's a man in your life. You know that your relationship is not right. There's a girl, you're, you're, not the secretary, not this current one. That one is a good girl. The one before, who left for Stambik. But you are still with her, that girl. Break it and go! Because sin can cause your land to be cursed. So one of the things God said in Chronicles 14 was that, he said, and will turn away from their sins. Anything you are here, some of you here, somebody here, sitting here today, you're a young man here, you are a thief. You came yesterday and I told you and you've come again. I'm not joking. You are a thief. You steal from your work. Be careful. You steal you, 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 you will enjoy the money. You will do things with it. But what you don't know is that you are blocking God's beautiful, colorful, prophetic words. So your life becomes drab. Drab. Nothing great about it. 
But there is a word that must come to pass. I want us here in this service, this small family meeting we are having, to be sensitive to sin. Even if you touch what you shouldn't touch, you should feel the electrocuting power. You cannot just touch and go without a feeling. I'm saying that even if you touch what you must not touch, even if you touch a phone that you must not touch, money you must not touch, some of you young men, your hand is more sensitive than a weighing scale. You can use your hand to weigh breasts. You know, this one is heavier than this one. And when you finish, you dress, you wear your tie, and you move on. Today, I also want to pray for you again that the spirit of sensitivity, that even when you say something that is wrong, you feel it in your heart. I'm not praying for perfection, I'm praying for sensitivity. I'm not asking that you be sinless, but I'm praying that in case you will sin, in case you take a knife and cut the hem of a king's garment, your heart will smite you. I pray. In case you couldn't control yourself and you kissed the girl, you should, your heart must smite you and you should run home and rinse your mouth with Dettol, Listerine, Ajax, any detergent. Akasha. Drink it and die. You are a devil. Use parazone. Wipe your mouth. I'm saying that it is not... When, when, when by mistake you watch 40 seconds of pornography, you should feel chills and fever and headache and tremors. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be possible that you watch two hours pornography and get up and go for lunch and eat, drink, wash it down. Today I came to tell you, you need a word from the Lord. You need a word each day. If you don't hear from God, what will you do? Something from heaven must come to add to your arsenal of earthly arms. Your earthly weapons. You need a word from heaven that comes to add to your life. A word. And in the Bible, once a while, each time, a man appears... An angel appears. The word of the Lord appears. And it changes the color of their life. I pray that in your life, the word of God will not be rare. I pray that in your life, the word of God will not be, will not be precious. That, that, that open visions will be rare. I pray that every day of your life, a word from the Lord, a word that keeps you, a word that energizes you, a word that guides you, may your life not be without a word from the Lord. And may anything sent your way to block that prophetic word. I block that blocker. I said, I block that blocker. I take it away from your life. Be free. I receive it. To be great. 
Stand to your feet and lift your hands and pray. Shabadasa. Menduribisa. Pandusa. Ipekusa. Manzelosipe. Piribitasa. Lesapalapapa. Lift your hands and pray. to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.